0: All right, all right, people. It's good to be back, man. I literally have not done an episode since the thirtieth of last month, man. It feels like um it feels like it's been thirty years since I put content out there for y'all. And um big, big shout out to the listeners, man, because not only are y'all still tuning in, you know, with everything that's all the crazy shit that's going on in the world, which I will not be addressing in any episodes or doing any you know socially conscious of the situation that's happening right now commentaries i'm not you know i'm not doing none of that shit because if people are still tuning in to you know to get their minds off of things and listen to me talk my shit and be goofy and do commentaries and put content out there if y'all are still doing that then it lets me know that you know y'all are able to you know keep your thinking caps on of course but just unwind and listen to these episodes and listen to the commentaries or whatever the case may be man y'all still get a kick out of whatever it is i'm still trying to figure out that i'm doing here and um i definitely appreciate the the ongoing support man um again that's one of the reasons why i said i won't be i won't be doing any topics on everything that's going on the riots the protests none of that shit because um it's already heavy-handed on 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 the topic as as is man you know we see it happening physically, we hear about it verbally, so it's no need to even uh it's no need to even go any further into it, man. But it does feel good to be back podcasting, man. The 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 audio podcast that I started that I feel like I forgot that I, I took feel like I took so much time off that I don't even remember how to do this shit. But um apparently, you know, it's just me talking shit not having any damn clue what I'm saying at all when I talk about these movies but um I will be doing commentary today for Scream 3 man and it was it was between this and a lot of other commentaries I I wanted to do Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street 2 I wanted to text Chainsaw Massacre 3 wanted to do Halloween 5 actually started to do Halloween 5 yesterday and just kind of wasn't feeling it overall but there's a lot of content I got to get out there but I felt like I could break myself back into the groove um Doing a commentary for Scream Three now. I know Scream Three is 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 probably the most hated, universally hated sequel in the entire franchise. But for me, that honor goes to Scream Two. And it's not like I hate any of these movies at all because these movies are a lot of fun. They're really uh they're written in really crafty ways. They're directed really well. Uh, R. I. P. Shout out to Wes Craven. Um, the casting is great. It's it's got everything going for it. But it's just like um. As far as overall like sequels go, Scream 3 gave me everything that a Scream movie is supposed to be. And I feel like people forgot the fact that Scream was never intentionally supposed to be scary. It just so happened that people found it to be you know a, a scary horror film and the movie was actually called scary movie at some point and it was written as a satire i think people don't understand that that, that scream is originally written, it was originally written as a satire so you know i guess people started to take it really seriously even though it was a fun time up until you know i'm trying to say basically by the time part 2 came around people were still were still taking this movie seriously so 3 comes along and it just kind of takes the Dare I say, Jason Lives or Freddy's Dead type of route where it's like, OK, let's embrace what this shit has become and let's just let's go full tilt with this thing. And I love that they did that, man. The The, the jump scares are packed on. The humor is even uh, even more packed on every like they kind of went for broke if this was supposed to be the last screen movie, like if it was concluding the trilogy. I would have been cool with this, man, because Scream 4 honestly was nothing but a reboot of the first movie, and it's not terrible, you know, I did commentary for that also if anybody wants to check it out, but um, Scream 3 basically just delivered on on all fronts, man, now the reveal at the end is kind of, uh, it gets kind of whiny after a while, but I don't know, everything else after that uh, seems to work, man, of course you had Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox, Arquette at the time in 2000 when this movie came out, but um, you had OG players in this. You, I didn't even realize Roger Corman makes a cameo in this movie. Uh, Lance Henriksen's in it. Parker Posey, Patrick Dempsey of all people, Patrick Warburton. It's it's um it's a loaded cast like any screen movie should be. But uh, without further ado, people, I am watching this standardized DVD shit, so I will um be hitting the play button for anybody that wants to watch this with me. In three, two, one. Boom, we rockin'. Now, hopefully I don't like like nerd out and start fanboying over this movie as it goes on. Because this was the one, man, I remember this came out in February of 2000 and I want to say February 4th to be exact. But I remember like recording TV spot trailers for this shit back in the day. Like, that's how much I was really waiting on this film. leave schreiber man and the fact that when they when you see cotton wary in the beginning of this movie you kind of know it's his turn you know it's his turn to be the opening kill which originally it was supposed to it was supposed to be uh um i think it was supposed to be one of the actors that's in the stab movie you know the movie within this movie um but they changed it and originally the ending was, or not the ending, but this opening was a, sounded like it was a little more fucked up with what they were going for originally with Cotton Weary because he was supposed to see his girlfriend hanging, you know, his girlfriend Christine hanging from the Hollywood sign before him and Ghostface went at it and he gets killed. And that's that's vicious, man. That's a throwback to you know Drew Barrymore hanging in the original movie.
1: One second i'll be right back i promise oh, okay andrea uh i gotta call you back someone's on the other line
0: and on the low cotton wasn't shit because he had a whole girlfriend and he's no, sitting there like so you a fan do a big, uh, 100% i don't you know i don't have many but uh See, this so is what happens, fellas. She's got a nice little voice. All that flirty make flirt flirt shit to get you ghost face on the other end of that phone.
1: listen to me you fucking psycho you lay a finger on christina and i swear to god i'll kill you wrong
0: answer no wait. why haven't we learned that in situations like that we are not in charge we are not in positions to talk sh- man when i get my hands on you man i ought to it's like you are you are not in a position to talk shit she was in this movie longer i, I had like the craziest sea hots for uh this chick that plays cotton where girlfriend i don't even know what other movies she's been in i just thought i just wish that she lived longer in this movie spoiler alert <laughs> cotton went to that dominic toretto driving school And of course, it's a screen movie, so you have tasteful towel drops and reveals with uh no tits and ass, which is actually cool because they easily could have had, you know, uh, titties galore in the screen movies, but they didn't. She kind of looks like an upgraded version of um. What's the chick's name from Big with Tom Hanks? Is it Elizabeth Perkins? She kind of looks like an upgraded version of her, the chick that plays um the one that falls in love with Tom Hanks when he's you know when he when he gets older. Yep, Elizabeth Perkins is her name. Go figure. Her name was Susan in the movie.
1: Oh, damn, I'm good. Who's there? Spain? Am I alright? Jesus, you scared the shit out of me. I not believe what just happened to me. What are you talking about?
0: I love how Ghostface always has to advertise the fact that he has a knife. He pops up and he's like, "Look at this." But, this scene right here. How confused were people in the theater when this happened? Like, how confusing was that to just, you know, to um, to hear Cotton's voice and to be like, wait, is Cotton Ghostface? But he's in the car. And it's like, wait, did he get there? And he's playing Ghostface. And but he just pulled up to the house like it's I love that they threw that little voice changer um, aspect in, in this movie. Killer basically has a voice changer with everybody's you know, everybody on the set. Um he has all their voices. I don't think they should re- should have revealed it so early on in a movie because they reveal it when Cotton gets killed, but they also show it again at the party at Lance hemrickson's uh you know, his uh his mansion. But I think that's something I think that's a reveal they should have they should have saved. Cause when you see the voice changer in the beginning, in the opening of this this movie, you kind of like, it it takes away from some of the suspense of the phone calls. Cause it's like, okay, is this really such and such? Is this really Dewey that's calling them? Is it really Sydney that's calling them? Or is it the voice changer? It's like, they should have just kept that a mystery until the end of the movie. He's looking like, man, Christina went through my phone. She started stabbing up doors and shit. Yeah, I'm not going to touch the splinters on the door. It's a good way to fuck your whole night up. This is probably a, a an every night argument between these two. Why do you want to kill me? Why do you kill me?
1: Mm.
0: She sold it, man. I do feel like this fight scene should've been a lot better if Cotton was to go out. Yep, That's when you knew he was ready for the kill shot. This, like, it's almost like killing John Connor. I mean, Cotton Weary wasn't as important a character as John Connor. Like, the fate of the world in Woodsboro wasn't lying on, uh, you know, relying on uh, Cotton Weary, but it's like killing John Connor in, term, in the beginning of Terminator Dark Fate. Because Cotton Weary, for him to be the hero, you know, the suspect in the first movie, the suspect in the second movie, and the hero at the end. You know, to kill him off in the beginning is is pretty fucking ballsy, man. This is one of the reasons why um, you know, after seeing Ready or Not, I'm ready I'm I'm ready for Radio Silence to direct Scream 5. I have 100% faith in them after seeing uh, what they did with Ready or Not. Um but the main players got to die, man. They got to go. Sydney has to die in this. You know, Dewey has to die, Gail has to die. Because you're ki- you've killed the best characters you i mean for one you killed randy and scream 2 um you know you killed suspected kirby's we suspect that kirby's dead i don't because we didn't see her body we didn't see a dead body of hayden pantier in scream Four. um charlie even though rory Colkin's character charlie was the killer in part four he was one of the best characters in the entire franchise so I just I wish they would have like the same set of balls they used to kill those characters for, you know, this next movie. Like just kill everybody off. No, you don't have to say
1: anything you don't want to say. How can I help? Uh, I'm 18
0: years old and I have a boyfriend. Like how crazy would have been, would it be if David Arquette is the is the opening kill in Scream Five? You know, no Dewey. As the future journalist of America. How crazy is that? because he's the only you know returning cast member that they've announced so far. The
1: rules. Stop at nothing. Be willing to have the world hate you because that is the only way that you'll get the story, the facts and the fame. So you're saying that we should be ready to go out and cut each other's throats because that's what you did. Sick burn, bro. Tell me miss weathers was it
0: worth it i'm so sorry we out of time uh, yeah. that actually is uh that is david arquette's brother i think it's a lot of fucking arquettes man and they have these some of them have these features man and it's funny because david arquette's dad was in scream too he was the was uh the deputy the sheriff or some shit Louis Arquette, I think his name is. Patricia Arquette's in that family, of course. Alexis Arquette, RIP, shout out to him. It's a lot of Arquettes, man. We got Patrick Dempsey right here, who... um, He's an interesting character just as much as he is suspicious. Because there were a a lot of points in this movie I thought he was the killer. And it's kind of weird to see Patrick Dempsey play such like a... Not sinister role, but just a role like this because he... Every time I see him, he's just the guy, he's the kid from the movie Lover Boy. I think that's the name of the movie where he was, he was a young kid who was just sleeping with older women. Giving him a good time, I think. I haven't seen that movie in forever. That's a good one. yeah Sydney's she knows she knows it's about to start all back up again Now the way they recreated this neighborhood, or not the neighborhood, but basically, oh um, well, yeah, the neighborhood. You know, Stu Marker's house from from the first scream.
1: Kind of
0: Scott Foley, I think this guy's name is, who plays Roman. Lance Henriksen, Roger Corman in the same frame. That's fire right there.
1: Stab. He was stabbed. <laughs> Probably some psycho fan pissed off. They killed Randy and stabbed too. Well,
0: Tyson, Dion Richmond, man, who I is awesome, but he own. dies in every fucking horror movie he's in. This, he really got the business in Hatchet, but he's hilarious, man.
1: Sydney I mean, what the hell ever to her?
0: Jenny McCarthy, who. I also had a big crush on her. She, she was on MTV back in the day when I had a crush on her. And this chick playing, um, her name's Angelina, but she's playing Sidney Prescott in the Stab 3 movie. You think
1: serious black actors my age can just throw away jobs? It's all a business now. They got Usher doing Pinter off-Broadway. LL Cool J's Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah. Maybe it's not meant to be. Not meant to be. You in that town search for the new Sydney? Fifty thousand girls, and they pick you. You gotta be praying this movie keeps going. Of course I am, but not at the expense of people's lives. Oh, <laughs> cue the violins, right?
0: <laughs> I feel what she's saying though. Not at the expense of people's lives, like, because at the end of the day, fuck. You know, realistically speaking, fuck that movie. That's something I think a lot of people get uh, desensitized to when they get stardom. It's just like, yeah, well, you know, people are dying based off this shit here that we're making money off of. But uh I, listen, show I, must go on. I know we've never met, and I, I don't mind you never returning my calls, but I have to tell you, after two films,
1: I feel like I am in your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, that would explain my constant headaches.
0: <laughs> Parker Posey. I love no, Parker so. Posey in this movie, man. She plays Jennifer, who is playing gail in the stab 3 movie but parker posey has got such spunk and attitude in this fucking movie man i love it and i know a lot of people find her character annoying i don't because she becomes that tag-along annoying sister character to um gail weathers basically in this movie you know they have this ongoing feud as the movie goes along, but they help each other out a lot, and they're like attached at the hip at some point in the movie. I
1: think you really appreciate my character work in this one. Someone's helped me understand the real you.
0: Someone. Look at Dewey, man. Dewey's a low key pimp. He is. So basically Dewey was pillow talking so Jennifer could get ready for the role. So I
1: gotta get back to work. I really don't have time for this. You work here? Yeah. The movie needed a technical advisor. Someone who went through the real experience, knew the real people. Hey Tom.
0: <laughs> this is fucking just doppelgangers on set. I mean not doppelgangers, you know, basically the, Tom Prince. Watch your show the, the two versions of these characters because this guy looks nothing like Dewey. I wouldn't I wouldn't have casted him if I was making a movie based off of what happened in Windsor. Right.
1: Uh I especially like the way you imply that it was caused by drinking and drugs and that the tire blowout was faked. That's great. Tom, sometimes in journalism you have to Are you parked in the lot? Cuz I should check to make sure that nobody messed with the brake line. Yeah,
0: that's not something you should necessarily say around a bunch of people. Would make you a murder suspect if she was to crash that car, sir. <laughs>
1: what? I did not come here to fight with you, do we? Cotton's killer left a picture. Sid's mom, the detectives told me. Well, does Sid know about it? Listen, Sidney doesn't need you and your camera in her life. Oh, do you see a camera? <laughs> right. You bought one this first, didn't you? <laughs> Look, it's it's a habit. I walk out of the house. I turn it on. What and the it's hell a is particular. this? Gail Weathers. Could I be more popular? No press. No press on set. Get that woman out of here. Yes, Mr. Milton. Let's go, ma'am. Where is Detective Kincaid? I am working with oh, oh, Kincaid, Dewey. Rules are rules, Gail. But really, it was great seeing you.
0: Step you could tell Dewey Mr. But, but um he had to be an asshole towards her to let her know like listen you're not just going to keep trying to play me that is Wes Craven with the camcorder in his hand behind Jay and Silent Bob (laughs) and they called her they called her Connie Chung. (laughs) they're trying to say she looks like Maury Povich's wife
1: would ever if she, hadn't, if she
0: hadn't she hadn't flashed her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone or something I agree
1: you have so many secrets Listen, maybe it's time you came home
0: what makes her think he has answers to that he ain't got the answers Sway that was his wife and he couldn't even you know there's a line that Dewey says that adds all that up. He, he says um, to the detective, he says, well, Sid's dad was married to Morian and he couldn't even tell you. Damn, she said ghosts can't kill what they can't find. I remember years ago, man. Sydney, Sydney, uh, Nev Campbell said that she would only come back for Scream Four if Sydney was in like a mental institution or something. And I was hoping they went with that because even though she, for the most part, she makes it out unscathed, like she's not covered in blood, like fucking Sally Hardesty in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre by the end of any of these movies. But um, I would have loved for her to just. Like if this one didn't have the kinda happy end that it did, maybe Sydney would just went a little more crazy than usual. It would have been it would have been a nice touch. Like this is a perfect setup for that. You know, she's having she's having visions, nightmares of her mother. She's hearing voices and shit. Cause Sydney's like, it's not that it's a problem. Every final girl has to be handled differently. But Sydney is one of the w- more well-put-together final girls after the shit she's endured in these movies, man. It's one of the reasons why, uh, unpopular opinion, I can appreciate uh, Scout Taylor Compton doing a Lori Strode portrayal in Halloween 2. I, I dug it, you know, because she was really fucked up from what she went through and the fact that she touched Michael Myers. You know, she was losing her damn mind in the movie. Sydney's looking around she always looks like she's got a headache she's like I gotta stop smoking that Gorilla Glue that's really what she should have been doing out there is you know smoking some some grade A herb um, sipping a scotch You know, from a little small glass with some ice. Crazy thing about Jenny McCarthy here is for the longest. She dated Jim Carrey, man. That was a very. I don't even know the word to use. It was a it was a curveball Hollywood relationship. And she's aged pretty well too. She was on I remember she was on two and a half men for um <sighs> <laughs> Damn, my man. He does good work, huh?
1: Thank you, thank you very much. Fuck you very much. Tyson go to hell. Well, excuse us, Sarah. Makeup test.
0: I remember seeing uh I think it was on it, have you seen Was Entertainment Tonight was out back in two thousand? Whatever the show was that I don't think it was extra or whatever it was. Whatever the show was that covered Was it Access Hollywood? I can't fucking remember people. It was one of those shows, man. But I remember seeing B-roll footage of this scene. And when Dion Richmond like peers out of the doorway with the scissors in his head, uh, I I thought that was his death scene. I was like, holy shit, somebody stabbed him in the head.
1: Sarah, it's Roman. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm running late. I'm still on the 405. I'm about 10 minutes away. Well, it's no problem. I'm just looking at your music video awards. Uh, since I got you on the phone, let's let's talk about your character, okay? (sighs) What character? I'm Candy, the chick who gets killed second. I'm only in two scenes. You're not happy with your part. I'm not happy that I'm 35 playing a 21-year-old. I'm not happy that I have to die. It happens. that my character is too stupid to have a gun in the house after her boyfriend's been cut into fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great, okay, so let's let's run the lines. <sighs> Fine. Uh, page 28, yeah, Candy's big moment. <sighs> <sighs> ring, ring. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Who's this? This is Candy. Hang on, let me get some clothes. I don't understand why I have to start the scene in the shower. The whole shower thing's been done. Vertigo, hello. I mean, my boyfriend. So disrespectful. Said, why am I showering? Uh, why don't we just read the scene? Candy. What's
0: name? Is that like Candy Candy? The fact that she said shower scene and said Vertigo is like so disrespectful to Hitchcock, Hitchcock fans.
1: I think you have the wrong number. But you know my favorite name? I'm hanging up right now. It's Sarah. Rowan, it's not the line. It isn't my script. Has there been another goddamn rewrite? How the fuck are we supposed to learn our lines when there's a new script every 15 minutes? It's not just a new script. It's a new movie. What? What movie? My movie. And it's called Sarah Gets Cured Like a Fucking Pig. Still in character.
0: i gotta be honest man um some of ghostface's taunts throughout the series are not as effective as i think they were intended to be on paper you know um it worked pretty good in the first movie the second movie and the third movie have some scenes uh some dialogue scenes with ghost Ghostface that just don't they just don't hit hard enough for me that's why i could appreciate like in the fourth one even though it's my least favorite sequel the fourth one he's he has this line <laughs> for sydney and you gotta wonder what kevin williamson was stressed out about when he wrote that shit he said i'm gonna he said I'm going to cut your eyelids off so That's you don't crazy. blink when I stab you in the face and I'm I'm like damn dog suck oh how many people does ghostface stab in the back in this movie ah <laughs> pun intended because it's somebody from the set and it's the actual person that knows the people he's killing so he kind of is literally and metaphorically stabbing him in the back <laughs> I made a funny people. It sucked, I know. What about you? What
1: about me? You said you never leave
0: Woodsboro. The only place that's real. Spoiler alert also, um I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, Roman is the killer in this movie. Is is, is is his name Scott Foley? I feel like it's Foley. like dog years, one year. But part of me wants to say Scott Wolf. It's Foley. Scott Foley. Uh Roman is the killer in this movie and I d I kinda called it. It took me back to Scream 2 when I called Mickey was the killer because Missy Missy Mickey disappears. Uh he disappears at some point in the second act of the movie and the third act until the reveal. I'm just like, where the fuck is this dude? So I knew he was the killer in that movie. I didn't see Mrs. Loomis coming, but Roman, when they found his body with the knife in his stomach or in his chest in that coffin, I'm like, you know, it was it was something that the clueless TV show put me hip to and one of the characters says you know never to rule out a corpse you know if you find a dead body sometimes in horror movies it's not always what it's cracked up to be and that was the case with Roman's character plus again I didn't like the whiny you were mommy's favorite and she forgot about me Wah, so I'm gonna like it, it's the same problem I had with Emma Roberts um, with her character Jill being the killer at the end of, Sc- of Scream 4 you know she's like you had your 15 seconds of fame and i want mine or 15 minutes whatever it is when the killers are revealed and they're whining and shit like it's like how much how much crying did you do in costume under that mask before you revealed your plan and your motive it's jennifer she
1: needs me jennifer
0: This should be a Dewey day in Woodsboro, honestly. Not that he's, like you know, he's no Dr. Loomis or anything like that, but people really don't appreciate Dewey the way they should. I have not been working for the police,
1: damn it. You're not a detective, Gail. Neither are you, Mr. Incognito. Uh, you left your motor running. Fans, I can handle fans. They want a picture. They want a conversation. I can handle fans. You see this, Dewey? I haven't had one of these in a year and a half. Someone's going to pay for this. Jennifer, settle down. What happened? I'm with him. You. Like I'm ever going to win an award playing you. There's been a second murder. Who?
0: Sarah Dorner. Where? At the studio. I mean, realistically I speaking... Where. Um...
1: Don't you get it? Someone's killing them in the order they die in the movie.
0: Realistically speaking, a third movie in a horror series, I don't think you're gonna win I mean, who knows? But say I don't think you're gonna win an award, but you know, things happen. I get killed in stab three? I get killed. Patrick Warburton, man, who of course is the voice of Brian Griffin. Wait, is it she Brian Griffin that he does the voice of? No, that's not Brian Griffin. Um, What is the guy's name on Family Guy?
1: She said she liked me Why?
0: Um, she I, I think his name is Joe. She
1: says I'm her rock. Her the rock.
0: guy that's in the wheelchair. Patrick Warburton does his voice.
1: Stone, I'm headed to the crime scene Stay by Jennifer's side. I suggest a search of the grounds. Hey, do drop. That work Just so it can be straight. I'm the
0: professional celebrity guard here. Uh, my resume
1: lists Julie Roberts, Simon Rushdie, Posh Spice. You are the Hollywood hangar. Posh Spice. Because, uh, you're just no good as a cop anymore. Your resume reads like the obituary, so how about you take suggestions from me? I. Whatever you say. Same deal, bound with the body. Yeah, Maureen Prescott again. This is great. Ten more murders, and we can publish a calendar. The old killer playing with the cops routine. Very Hannibal Lecter. Number seven. Doesn't the killer come after the cops in those movies? Usually one cop makes it. And one cop doesn't. Usually.
0: The fact that, um, Wait, uh, um, Detective Kincaid is walking around with this. Sp- with this notepad and the fact that i always walk around with a notepad or like several it makes me wonder if i was fit to be a detective but then i'm thinking to myself like sometimes i can't even find my house keys where i left them so i don't know if i would be the most effective detective
1: i would get too damn frustrated she has a bodyguard and besides the who's told us that there are three different versions of the scripts and about trying to keep the ending off the internet. You should know that. You're the technical
0: advisor, right? I <laughs> love uh, Dewey rolled his eyes. He's like, listen, man, I, I, was, I used to be you. I used to investigate like you did. All I ever wanted to do was make a real, classic love story.
1: And the studio said they'd let me. I just had to do a scary movie for him first. And now we're shut down and I am fucked
0: which also isn't too far fetched uh you know studios will do that like listen we you can make your movie you know maybe we have enough faith in you to give you a three picture deal but do this horror movie first get your feet wet do you
1: think this wasn't
0: a message ultimately um if i ever make a film like direct of course i like writing them but if i ever direct i would branch off to other genres but it has to be horror first have to get my foot in the door with horror. We
1: talked to a roommate too. Says you called Sarah, told her to come down to the studio. Roommate answered the phone, says it was you. Wait a minute, no, no, I, I never called her. I never told her to go anywhere. Roommate says she knows your voice, Mr. Bridger. Well, but she wasn't speaking with me. God, look, I did not call Sarah Darling. Sarah Darling said you did. Someone's trying to ruin my movie. Someone wants to kill my movie. I will right, we'll talk about your movie down at the station. Alright, this is the scene where you come with us. <laughs>
0: He's an asshole, but I love that that cop or that detective. And I wonder, was he a red herring for people? Like, how many people thought he was uh, the killer when they first saw this movie? How many people thought Roman was the killer? Thank you. God, Roman,
1: remind me not to sleep with him again. California Women's Crisis Counseling. My name is Laura. How can I help you? I do have a crisis. I just
0: noticed Sydney's dog is Airbud. Is you can
1: tell me? Oh my god. I've killed someone, Laura. Are you sure? Uh, I'm sure. I killed someone. I know it. Oh. My god. Then,
0: um I did. And the people you need to call are the police. Right. Fuck up off my line cuz I can't even hear you right now. You did what? Bye. I'm sorry. I'm just hanging up we lost the connection the the moment I answered don't call my phone telling me you killed somebody that goes for anybody man Uh, stranger friend relative whoever don't call my phone and tell me you killed anybody that makes my ass an accomplice you're not my mother how did you get this
1: number who is this you know your mother's voice when you hear it now turn Shut down question do you think it's over Sydney? Do you?
0: he sounded like he was kind of joking but trying to be serious I do think it's cool that Roger Jackson came back to do the voice for um the scream TV series I'm not sure if he did the voice of Ghostface for the first two seasons when they did that series when they did it with the new mask. I know he came back for the one with r j siler kiki palmer um c j. Wallace, which definitely is a guilty pleasure for me. I think I've watched it enough to the point where I started to like it. As a writer, this scene hurts to watch. The fact that he's tearing up pages from that script because I haven't been able to get a script off the ground in so long. So the fact that he's tearing those pages up, I, I feel that in my soul. It's like it's like when uh, when Annie has Paul burn his his misery script in that, on that girl. Some shit just hurts to watch. She
1: fought clawed for that Sydney part. But she stepped on any poor girl that got in her way. So he asked her out and she said no? Nothing to do with it. Right. right. Come on, Dewey. Scene 50. Dewey saves the day.
0: And I love that Dewey's just so subtle. Like, he lives at Jennifer's mansion. Well, not mansion, but it's like this Malibu home, Hollywood Hills. And he's just got, you know, a a trailer on the grounds.
1: people see that it's weak. This is a good picture.
0: I love Dewey's mannerisms where he just looks unsure even though he's sure of what he's saying.
1: Make it sound like you're still in love with her. I left out the part
0: that she's cruel and selfish, obsessive and
1: annoying. That was definitely ADR. You have one gale weather here. We don't need two. Hey, do drop. You got your girlfriend out here? Who I found slinking around the hour, in the nightly news. I wasn't slinking, I was walking. You were eavesdropping the bedroom window. Yeah, a bedroom that you seemed awfully at home in. All right, let's talk. What's this about, Gail? Did you know they released Roman? Stara's call didn't come from his cell phone. Where did it come from then? A clone cell phone is untraceable. Well, thanks for the update, Gail. Why don't you just go back? Do oh, we wait a minute? Just wait one second. How old do you think impress Prescott is in this picture? 1920. That's what I thought. So I checked it out. I cannot find any information about her at this age. I mean, nothing. Well, she lived in Woodsboro her whole life. Someone there must know something. Almost her whole life. Two years before she met Sydney's father, she left Woodsboro. No one has any idea where she went or what she did. I mean, it's like she fell into a black hole, and She vanished.
0: She started a porn career.
1: Why is the killer leaving pictures of a Marine? And why she
0: do got that money up? At, at that point in her life, for two years, and she retired in, in Woodsboro.
1: 28 years ago. Oh my god, Marine Prescott was at the back at Sunray Studios. I gotta make some calls. <sighs> Steven, stop protection, here. So, where are you? Just checking your tin can, dude. Drop.
0: This is a tin can. I not you. are I think that's a picture from the first screen movie, sure of Dewey and Gale. Ahead. I love that Dewey had, you know, he had it in his drawer, he had a um picture of him and Gale. I can't you said that. this is a good character. hmm See, he just keeps stabbing people in the back. You know what made it vicious? The fact that he kicked him into the wall and the knife just pierced his back even more. And the fact that when he was beating the hell out of him with that, that skillet, he's bleeding out of his ears. That's vicious. You know, it wasn't until we had a storm, maybe like two weeks ago, that um, I noticed those horror movie gusts of wind that blow doors open actually do exist. It's like oh god, Stone! I think there's a knife in his back.
1: Dewey, is he dead? Yeah. back uh, uh,
0: don't panic. Uh, That was another part from the trailer I loved when, because it's at the very end of the trailer. Dewey says, "Don't panic," and the lights go out and everybody screams. And then they show Ghostface, you know, swinging the knife at the ground. It was cut pretty solid.
1: Interior, Jennifer's house, living room, night. The script page. Oh, what does it say? The
0: five steps to death. The five steps trapped. He's rewriting the movie. The killer waits outside. This was pretty crafty, though. It's a good way to fuck with the characters and the audience. And I like it's another reason I love this as my favorite sequel in the franchise because it took what Scream was intended to be and it ran with it. And I think people again, as I said in the beginning, I feel like people really got sidetracked to the fact that this was originally written to be a satire of the horror genre. So they they had a lot of fun with this, and this whole movie within a movie, within a movie type of shit, I love it. What a beautiful home to blow up. And I love that they all rolled in different directions. Let that bastard have it here we go Bum- bumbling Dewey again I guess that's his character but uh Dewey is he is a klutz man Better yet, how do you explain to the owner that that SUV that his window you just shot his windows out? It's like, sir or ma'am, there was a serial killer outside of your um outside of your car, and we took care of it. Then you just put your hands on your shoulders or your not shoulders, but hands on your waist, like superhero stance. Like, I saved the day. Love it. She charged up, uh, Jennifer. She charged up before she hit Dewey. She went super saiyan. Not as much as I did. And this chick, she's she's just in another town somewhere. This actress, she was in that movie with Paul Rudd, my idiot brother. I wish I saw her in way more movies. And about the punches that um that landed in that scene just now, I, I was hoping when I saw this movie, I was hoping Sid or Gail was gonna to get to punch Sydney in the face this time. Cause Sydney punched Gail in the first one. She backhands the shit out of her swiftly in the second movie. So I was hoping Gail was gonna get some get back, and her and Sydney would have some words and Gail would just deck Sydney one time.
1: Even if there was a third killer, Sydney doesn't know about it. That is for me to decide. I need to talk to her, Mr. Riley. She's a key element in this case. I have a press conference in an hour. I need to explain why there are three dead celebrities and a bodyguard and a very angry mayor. Yeah, we didn't ask you about that, sir. we not know... Is why the killer keeps leaving pictures of Maureen Prescott taken over twenty five years it ago sitting at the same studio stat three is shooting out. What does this have to do with Sid? Who knows more about Maureen Prescott than her own daughter? Well, Sid's dad couldn't help you and he was married to Maureen. Right. What's your problem. Last night you were on this charcoal. You gonna help us or
0: what? You little boxhead midget, keep putting your two cent in. I'm am t- I, I love that he's an asshole detective.
1: Was that a
0: threat? Boys, boys, boys are gun <laughs> Detective Kincaid was walking up to Dewey ready to rumble. Then it makes me wonder how many people thought Kincaid was the killer in that moment because it's like Sydney's hiding Sydney. for a reason. Nobody can find her. And he wants her to come out of the shadows, basically. Now, I was about to call her Gail Prescott. Um, Nev Campbell's barely in this movie because I think she I don't remember what she was shooting at the time other than this movie, but they only had her for a certain amount of days um, to film her scenes.
1: safe there than I am here, and at
0: least here I'm not alone. Yeah, right. At least here I know I can get other people killed.
1: Detective Kincaid? Yeah. There's someone here who wants to help. Oh my god, Sydney. You ran fast or what? Okay. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're alright. Thank you.
0: Why was the hug so awkward? You figure by the end of part two, they were letting off guns side by side. You know, some action movie shit. The killer called her. What? They should be stronger. They should be roommates. The usual
1: small talk to know how you've had do you have any idea how he could have gotten your number? Well, he could have monitored calls on a scanner. Did you call her from the set? No. Do you have her number stored in your memory? Phone memory? <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. Has anyone else ever used your phone? Just Jennifer, and you. Hey, I'm the cop here. You're in my office, Riley. The killer leaves a photograph after each murder Sydney. They were taken in Hollywood at the same studio that they're shooting Staff 3. Why didn't you tell me? This is my mother, Dewey, why didn't you say something? I was afraid they were bait, something to, you know, trick you out of hiding. Was she an actress or a Oh, model? I mean, well, it worked. I don't know. Detective, I want to see this place in the pictures. Are you sure? Absolutely. down. Sorry. Watch the fucking alien. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the studio grass about those photos. Yeah, right. I know where you're going. Yeah, keep an eye on Sydney. I know where you're going. You gotta get us some flowers and candy, man. Huh? huh? Give me a break. Yeah, give me a coffee. Just keep your eye on. That stairwell over there, that's where one of the pictures was taken. God, I can't believe she never mentioned any of this. Surprise. Sorry. Martha. Hey, there. Hey. Don't shoot! i only seventeen. It's okay. We know it. Mm-hmm. me that's his ex-girlfriend. I'll shoot myself. Randy's my <laughs> sister. Randy's
0: sister. Yeah, I can't you tell? We miss you, Woodsboro guys. <laughs> no. There's something that Her and Randy don't really look anything alike. I'll make a movie someday, huh? This scene was so bittersweet, man. The fact that they killed the best character in the franchise in Scream 2 to bring him back via VHS in Scream 3. Shut up. She's a sweet person, okay?
1: We're working late, we're putting away some videos in the porno section, and, you know, shit happens.
0: This chick playing Randy's um sister, I can't remember her name, Heather something... But she was in Hostile 2. She gets a really, really fucked up death scene. Um, Where I think it's like a scythe. Are these. Now, somebody out there, help me out, man. Is it, is it called a scythe? Because I call it a harvest knife. Those big ass children of the corn knives that they use. The one that's on the front cover are children of the corn. Basically, all of them. But uh, there's a chick that uses one of those and just slices her ass up while she's hanging upside down naked.
1: It's issue, fucked up. And the sequel rules do not apply. Because you are not dealing with a sequel. You are dealing with the concluding tractor of a trilogy. Trilogy. That's right. It's, it's very true. In the horror field, but it does exist. And it is a force to be reckoned with. Because true trilogies are all about going back to the beginning and discovering something that wasn't true from the get-go. Godfather, Jedi all revealed something that we thought was true that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. So if it is a trilogy, you are dealing with here are some super trilogy rules. One, you got got a killer who's going to be superhuman. Stabbing him won't work. Shooting him won't work. Basically, in the third one, you got to cryogenically freeze his head, decapitate
0: him, or blow him up. Number two, anyone including... Which they have never done sim- to any of these Sorry. killers this the in the Scream series. Dogs by the time this thing's through. Number three.
1: The past will come back to bite you in the ass. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you.
0: That's one of the things I do love about trilogies. Uh, The third entries is the reveal.
1: Good luck. Godspeed. And for some of you, I'll see you soon. Because the rules say some of you ain't going to make it. I didn't. Not if you're watching this tape
0: and just how sad Randy looked before the video cut off it's like damn man Thank you. You be say now originally they have written Randy in a draft of Scream 3 one of the drafts of the uh, or I don't know if it was a draft it was an idea that was floating around where they were going to have Randy survive uh, Mrs. Loomis's attack in the van but I'm like how how do you survive that shit? Because she stabbed his ass up multiple times in the chest area and cut his fucking throat. But they said that Randy was somehow gonna survive the attack and his parents had you know kept him hidden away. Hello? I don't know, man. I mean, maybe if he didn't get so trashed in that van, I could buy it. But it's like he he got that motherfucker got murdered <laughs> he really did Randy got the business even um Lori Metcalf even says it to Sydney at the end she's like Randy spoke poorly of Billy and I got a little knife happy yeah, because someone was to kill you so now starting now I go where you go that
1: way if someone was to kill me I'll be with you and since they really want to kill you they won't kill me they'll kill you Makes sense none
0: actually makes no, sense
1: I play you as being much smarter and as a sane person for you that must be quite a stretch that's funny ha you need to get that yeah, there's a story in that building. Maybe Gail Weathers would find a way.
0: That was actually a blooper, <laughs> and they kept it in the movie. I love they kept it in there when when she swipes the card and Gail's like, "Bitch!" The bloopers in this movie are funny as hell. Studio. Her name is Maureen Prescott. Fact, then it was Carrie Fisher, man. Hey, are
1: you? know But you look just like her. I've been hearing it all my life. It's uncanny. I was up for Princess leia I was this close. So who gets it? The one who sleeps with George Lucas.
0: I miss Carrie Fisher, man. She was just. She didn't give a fuck. None of them did. At all.
1: So how can I help you? Or do you want me to tell you,
0: who you She's are? a good actress, man. She's a great actress.
1: some information on Marine Roberts. I don't work for the cops, really. I work for the studio. Really? Well. Would you work for the president? The president of the studio.
0: Fifty dollars? Who are you? I'd have the took the fifty to though. High. I'd have been like, now you speaking my language, keep talking now.
1: It's worth two grand. Are you gonna help Gal whethers or not? I know every face in here. Who's
0: I think this was the, this was the beginning of them being attached at the hip, being like a you know dynamic duo.
1: Rena Reynolds, their will. Rena Reynolds, stage name. You should talk, Judy Jergenstern. What are these movies? Amazombies, space psycho, creatures from the San Andreas Fault? Horror pictures. Back in Milton's heyday. Back in what? John Milton. The horror producer? Those were his movies. <laughs>
0: Why is he just staring at Dewey like that? Now, Sydney, this whole you know, Sydney's like a fucking she is really like a cat. Come on, Sydney. Um Cotton's got a line in Scream 2 where he's like, Jesus Gail, you got more lives than a cat, but that is Sydney, man, because It's like every time she wanders off somewhere, she almost gets killed, and she bounces back, and then she almost gets killed again. Like, Sydney's always, she can't keep herself out of trouble, man. She just had that high school PTSD flashback bathroom scene.
1: Souvenirs. I may never win another role, so these may be my only memories, you know, of Hollywood. I I know it's weird because it's your life and all, but I wanted to make you proud, Sydney. Oh, well, I'm sure I would have been the real Sydney, the real person. I wish. I wish it would have worked out.
0: Of course, that was the moment to make her a suspect. But ain't no way I'm buying it. Like I, I don't give a fuck hey. what explanation they had. Um, there's no way I would have bought if she was the killer, the chick Angelina, because she's like a hundred pounds soaking wet.
1: Angelina.
0: And that is not to say that a female couldn't be killer, be the killer rather you know it's like tatum said in the first movie and she said to what she say serial killer could easily be female basic instinct but i would believe you know um it's, I, I hate to say this man but i would believe jill would be a killer before the chick that plays angelina That's got to be creepy for her, for her character, at least, like, uh, seeing this these, these houses recreated, just the area recreated, the garage, everything. And I swear, I just now noticed the blood smear um, on the doggy door. Because that's supposed to be the same garage that Tatum died in. And I can't believe i'm just now realizing that the broken bottle on the on the garage floor from when tatum throws the beer bottles at um at ghostface i, I did, can't believe i'd never peeped that before that's good continuity right there man which a lot of franchises don't believe in and there's a creed poster on the on um the wall of Sydney's bedroom Creed actually had that song in the beginning of the film, that what if song that plays when uh Cotton's girlfriend is walking down the hallway. You figure Sydney would have a damn gun instead of pepper spray. Fell all through the craft services table. What a waste of snacks. Wasting more snacks, man. That was a nice throwback to this whole part in general. The chase up the steps was a nice throwback to the original movie. Now, am I the only one that notices in every screen movie the Ghostface mask does indeed change? It looks different every single movie. Dewey! I love that scene because it's like Sydney; she feels vulnerable all over again to the point where she's like crying and she called Dewey for help. It was really convincing. why she wants to keep investigating in this 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 house i i have no idea Billy, Billy went in. That flashback of uh, voice, like that, takes me back to that scene. He said that woman was a slutbag whore. Now, was that Ghostface or was she imagining that?
1: Oh, in that see. swear.
0: Then all the red herrings pop <laughs> up, up? Yeah, I think I have to close my damn windows because I feel like the neighbors are about to be extremely loud. Shit irks me, man, every time. Every time I want to do commentary up here, man.
1: Stole the mask, whatever. Didn't know you got the gas chamber for that. You stole the mask? I took it. You took the mask or you stole the mask? I took it. It's like a souvenir. Don't look at me, I didn't take shit. No, he <laughs> right. was there. I am not dreaming. I am not crazy. He was there in Woodsboro. That's not Woodsboro, Sydney. You know what I mean, but he was there. He or she or whoever this is. Jesus go back to station. You the It's alright, Sid. We all believe you.
0: He's watching. He wants to well, I guess I gotta crank my volume up to drown out this fucking
1: chainsaw, outback. Come on, we have to go catch up with Sid. Take a look at this first. <laughs> you know? Where'd you get this? We got it. Archives. Sidney's mother was an actor's three movies. Horror movies. You wanna know who produced all three? There'll be other movies Rob Not only did they, did they kill the film, but they killed my cast. You no, know, nobody's gonna wanna work with me. Variety called me a pariah. I don't even know what a pariah is. Why- why couldn't someone have killed the cast from Stab 1? Huh? Or Stab 2? Why? I me? Mean, what? John, what did we do wrong? Hollywood is full of criminals whose careers are flourishing. I'm not a criminal! I was questioned! Yeah, but that's all. I was questioned. That's it. It's good for your mystique. You think it'll help me get work? It's
0: good for your mystique.
1: Jennifer? And guests? To what do I owe the honor? Rena Reynolds? Rena Reynolds? Who's Rena Reynolds? Why don't you head to the house, tell everybody not to cut the cake without me. Oh, God, I forgot your birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah, Reynolds. if life isn't tragic enough. Shut the doors behind you, please. So you knew Sidney Prescott's mother? Oh, thank God. Rena Reynolds? Ah, uh, do you know how many actors have worked for me? Hundreds, thousands. He didn't say she was an actor. Good catch. So what's the point? Uh, no point. I'm just gonna get this
0: her. scene, man, uh, the bloopers for this remember. scene, they just could not, or Lance Henriksen could just not
1: so oh, God, get God. one of
0: these lines together, man.
1: It and it's fucking
0: hilarious. Her one murder. of the funniest bloopers
1: you're obsessed with her? in the movie. You're obsessed with her daughter. Right. Easy, though. Why don't you tell us the truth? Well, what the hell are you guys getting at? I make horror films. That's what I do. The studio came to me with that. They came to me. Check it out. But you knew who she was. When we did the first stab, I realized I'd known Maureen Prescott before. I mean, it's Rena. I couldn't tell anyone. Can you imagine the press? And now? I mean, murders on your set, and and still you say nothing? Get real. That would make me a suspect. Just because you knew her? Yeah. I don't think so. Just what did happen to Maureen when she was in Hollywood. Now you listen to me, Lois. Let it go. How would you like to see it dug up on national TV? Why don't you tell me what happened? It was in the 70s. Everything
0: Oh, enough said. Everybody was getting high.
1: Well having orgies. Man knew what they were. It was for girls like her to meet men. Men who could get them parts if they made the right impression. Nothing happened to her that she didn't invite in one way or another. No matter what she said afterwards. Are you saying she I'm is? saying things got out of hand. Maybe they did take advantage of her. You know, maybe the sad truth is, this is not the city for innocence. No charges were brought. And the bottom line is, Rena Reynolds wouldn't play by the rules. You want to get ahead in Hollywood? You're to play the game. Or go
0: home. Hence why I will stay as independent as I possibly can. As far as what I want to are do with film.
1: Trilogies? You mean like movie trilogies? You seem to like movies, Detective. Call me Mark. Because I'm going to keep calling you, Sydney. I'll call you Mark when you catch the killer detective. Fair enough. Well, all I know about movie trilogies is that in the third one, all bets are off.
0: I think it would have been too obvious to make Patrick Dempsey the killer in this movie because he's just, I, I keep trying to avoid using the word sinister, but there's just something semi-sinister about his portrayal as Detective Kincaid, man, I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is facial expressions or what, but... Excuse me? I'm a homicide detective,
1: remember? And you see what I see day in and day out, the violence that people do to each other... You get haunted. I think you know about that. What do you mean? I know what it's like to see ghosts that don't go away. To be watching a scary movie in your head, whether you want to or not. Watching it alone. Ghosts are tough. You can't shoot ghosts. You can't arrest ghosts. That's a
0: good, um, you know, a cop moment for Kincaid right there when she's she's just straight to the point. Like you can't shoot ghosts. She wants to kill this motherfucker, and he says you can't arrest ghosts. You know, he kind of corrects her, and he would much rather arrest who's doing this th- these killings than than kill them. So it's a good it's a good uh character arc for Kincaid.
1: search the set. I think what you saw is real. That's the good news. How is that good news? Because it means that we're dealing with an ordinary flesh and blood killer. And I know how to handle guys like that. Huh? Oh, yeah. Ow. Catch him
0: or kill him. Yeah, catching him at least was the first option.
1: What's your favorite scary movie?
0: That was a good scene though, because they seem to have a lot more in common than they than they think. But I am glad that they didn't force like a romantic thing with them because he's a lot older than, than uh Sydney. So it would have been really strange.
1: My girl would suspect everybody. My would Riley here. Dewey it's Sydney. Hey Sidney. I'm with Gail. We're on our way to see you. No, listen, I'm not at the station. John Milton called me and said he had something to tell me, something about my mom. I'm going to meet him at his house. Wait, Sid, I'm not so sure that's a good it's idea. It's okay. No. Kincaid's with me. I've got official big-time LAPD protection. <laughs> but I'd feel better if you are there. We're on our way, but still, Sid... Thanks. What? Looks like we're going to that party after all. <sighs> Hey guys. Come on in. Join the party. Yeah, well, actually, we're here to see Sydney. Good. Sydney's here. Where? Where's Sydney? She's right there! Jesus, not Sydney. Sydney. Like, I'm Gail, and she's Gail. Sydney Prescott?
0: Yeah. Now, this same crib that they're uh, all day. gathered in well, is the same back. place that doubled for the school in Halloween H2O, I think.
1: Could the dude have Both
0: Dimension up? Films properties. Open
1: has a secret screening room that was like the scene back in the seventies. You know, it was like drinks and drugs and girls and movies and shit. Wow, wish I could have seen it. Big old screening room shouldn't be too hard to find. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check this place out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just one damn minute. There's a psycho killer on the loose, and you want to go traipsing around this gigantic mansion? <laughs> have you ever actually seen the Stab movies? Every time this dude enters a room, he ends up a goddamn shish kebab. I'll go
0: with you, Roman. I feel like he could—he should have just stopped when he said, "You want to go traipsing around this gigantic mansion." He should have just—he s- shouldn't have had that line that followed. We'll because right he really looked genuinely confused when he asked him. He was like, "You about to go traipsing around this?" now the fact that Roman is again spoiler alert the killer in this movie the the fact that he's acting drunk is just so oh god I'm just not buying it
1: Zombies an aliens. You know what you look like without makeup, Jennifer. Stop pretending I wasn't the best you've ever had. Oh, uh, stop pretending I even remember. Stop pretending!
0: I would love to just have a room like that with just props and shit, like movie props inside of it. Scattered all over the place to the point where I don't even know what the hell's in there. The coffin I could probably do without.
1: Side of her? No, this is so strange. It sure is. Do you, do you have caller ID on your cell phone? Yeah. Or use it and, and press send.
0: Killer's not discreet at all. He just put his shit in the closet. I love this scene. That little voice changer, man. When I say I used to scowl every magic shop in, you know, Philly, Wildwood, anywhere they had those magic shops where they sell like whoopee cushions and voice changers and shit like that. I wish I could have found that one in particular because I was into shit like that man yeah I was one of those asshole kids who used to prank call people especially after this movie came out but I would have like the talk boy phone and shit like that does anybody remember that shit the talk boy phone where it had like different switches you could have a high-pitched voice a really low-pitched voice
1: looks like stab three's back in production
0: It will let you know when somebody else picked up the phone in another room. It'll let you know when they hung up. Gail looks like if she lets that revolver off, she's going to fly backwards. what the hell did he do for him to stop his pulse cuz Gail just clearly checked his pulse and you know he's allegedly dead. (sighs) (laughs) she's probably drunk as hell talking about secret passages but I like that she gets the fuck out of Dodge right here That's how you really feel Get
1: up
0: I love this shot how she just walks in the ghost face no. 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 and the fact that Gail's running and she's still she's still running but she's holding her hand out behind her for um Jennifer to, to grab on to her and catch up. It's that sister shit I was talking about early on. Huh? Do Dale,
1: Jennifer, up
0: here. Do yeah, it is it's about to be Do on we? and popping this is one of my favorite Do scenes we? in this entire movie. Of course, why? Just this whole sequence. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's, it's so much going on, man. Ghostface is... He's fucking shit up, though, to say the least. I wanted Dion Richmond to live in this movie so bad to the point where even after he died I was making excuses that he wasn't dead he was still alive because I feel like maybe he could have survived that fall he should have broke his fall a little better than that (laughs) how am I blaming him for getting murdered And I love that it's a quick shot down. Ghostface is further down the hallway, but you see him do that signature, wipe the blood off of the knife thing. But they don't even really focus in on it the way they sh- they usually do. But I love that um, Ghostface did that. She said, I'm the killer in Stab 3. <laughs> now, for the longest, I thought Dewey shot her, but Ghostface, you know, he stabbed her in the back and then he stabbed her in the stomach and she died when she fell through the mirror. I don't know. that is risky business like if somebody's if somebody grabbed a hold of you to to um you know kick backwards and y'all both fall down the steps it's like it's it's risky business man because it's like listen um if if i if i'm going you go and do She sound like a cartoon character. Would
1: say? Come on. Not cold. Bottom,
0: now that is the moment. Um, when I saw that in the trailer, that knife flying towards that angle. I don't want to go on a rant right now, but let me finish my thought um When I saw that in the trailer, that angle of that knife flying straight towards Dewey's face, I thought that was a rap for dewey I said oh there there's no doubt in my mind that that knife is going to pierce his skull he's going to die and scream through and what a way to go out, but the handle hits him in the in the forehead, and he falls down the steps I right. The, the Scream series really has a way of playing it safe with these characters man and one of them should have at least died at the end of this movie or at the end of the second act or something you know how they kill Randy basically at the end of the second act or towards the end of the second act of the film they should have did that with either Dewey or Gale you know what though man I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all I talk a lot of shit about how the Scream franchise doesn't have the balls to kill off Sidney, Dewey, or Gale, but if that happens in Scream Hello? 5, Hello? it's, it's going to hit me, man. Like, I've really, you it? know, this is me admitting that I'm full of shit who's sometimes, calling? Uh, who's calling? because when these characters go, man, they're, they're yeah, gone, and we have to move on with a whole new set of characters. It's like, it's going to be bittersweet. It's going to be like, damn, they finally did it, but... Damn, they finally did it.
1: Who is this? The question isn't who I am. The question is, who's with me? Sydney, stay away! Cindy. Don't do it. If you do one thing to attract attention
0: to yourself, one thing, I'll kill them both. Now, we have somewhere we can be. You can tell, I mean, to the naked ear, they can't, but somebody like me, you can tell that this wasn't a you know a uh, an option on the voice changer, you know the original ghostface voice you could tell Roger Jackson was just getting older because he sounds different in this movie.
1: When you friends with Sydney, you die Well these friends don't have to Sydney It's up to you How do I know their voices are-, are real? How do you know you're not hearing things? How do you know I'm not someone in your head? Somewhere you know' Don't no, come in or do you. You're dead? I don't want them. I want you. It's simple. You show yourself they survive. You run, they die. Oh don't you want to know, Sydney, who killed her? Don't you want to know who killed your mother? Where? She'd have been so happy, Sydney, to know we'd be together. Where? I'll call you
0: when you're on your way. There's a little foreshadowing there, that shot of the uh, bulletproof vest. You couldn't really tell if Sydney was looking at the door, if she was looking at the vest. But it definitely comes into play uh, later on. she had the right idea going over there strapped I hate that they just kept showing Tyson's dead body. Damn, he's bleeding out the. A lot of people bleeding out the ears in this movie. What? That's how I feel when I listen to the radio nowadays. was ghostface did he have fucking like surveillance cameras near the pool outside the crib so disgusted before she hung up. And why do people in movies just tear duct tape off of people's mouths like that? Like Dewey's mustache should be attached to that fucking tape.
1: Think again. It's your turn to scream, asshole.
0: Um well two things. First of all, the two movies ain't taught you shit that you don't go for the head. The second of all, you gave them all body shots and it looks like you shot a pillow like with feathers flew out of that shit. So you should have known you didn't hit, you know, flesh. Be careful. That's cool. Sydney's still learning as these movies go along. But another great character moment for Kincaid, man. He pushed Sydney out the way and took the knife hit.
1: There
0: you go. I I said this in my screen for commentary but um, it's like whoever puts on the ghost face costume just gets clumsy as all hell automatically like you could have been like a person at you know that works at the circus that does that balancing act like you could have been so on your toes on point with everything but the moment you put that ghost face costume on you are tripping and falling over your own two feet how does Ghostface just switch his voices up inside the costume like does he stick his is, is the is the voice changer you know taped to the front mouth like the inside mouth part of the mask and he just he licks a button he presses a tongue against a button or some shit like how does he pull that off?
1: welcomed me with open arms, but she had a new life and a new name, Maureen Prescott. You were the only child she claimed, Sydney. She shut me out in the cold forever. Her own son. Roman.
0: And I hate that he fixed his hair.
1: And brother. She slammed the door in my face and she said I was Rena's child and Rena was dead struck me what a good idea so i watched her i made a little home movie a little little family film seems maureen mom she really got around i mean cotton was one thing everybody knew about that but billy's father
0: i like that they actually got the um not only the actress they had as Sydney's mom in the pictures and all that shit in the first movie but they had the actor that played um, Billy's dad in the first screen movie too come back for these for this stock footage. It
1: was like he was making a movie. You. This is all because of you. A director. A direct. I had no idea that they were going to make a film of their own. What a film it turned out to be, huh? I mean, introducing Sydney the victim, Sydney the survivor, Sydney the star.
0: there we go with the wine and shit. Damn, that is a nasty bump. Kincaid has on his cheek
1: Too, didn't it, Sid? You hate him, Sid? Come on, I know you do. I'm sure you do. I know who you are. I know what happened to my mother, and I want you to understand. I'm gonna make you pay! That's what the police are gonna find in Milton's answering machine, right next to his lifeless, mutilated corpse. Mm. What? Can't hear you. You don't have to do this, Roman. Just tell me what you want, I can make it happen. Any picture, name your budget, script approval, final cut! I already have it. Mm-hmm. God! Find this bastard! No, Sid, that would be you. You did it all. You did it. You killed them all, even your closest friends. Living in total isolation, the pressure of another movie about you, the discovery that Milton destroyed Mommy, dearest. You finally just snapped! One, two, three! <laughs> oh! And who's our hero, huh? the survivor.
0: The you know what I Lord, feel like God, all God. these killers jinx themselves during the reveal is when they fucking when they got this exposition you for the know mother, moment. And for the family and for the stardom, and
1: goddamn everything you have to shut of and mind. There we go. Stop Mario wine I've heard this shit before. Stop. You know why you kill people Roman? Do you? Don't want to hear it. Cuz you choose, to, There is no one else to blame. Dad, damn it. Why don't you take some fucking responsibility? Fuck you. Fuck you.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> We got a sibling rivalry going on now. (laughs) They are really fucking each other up. Yo, man, I I will say this, um, whether I like some of the reveals in the movies or not, the way Sydney goes to town on these motherfuckers after, you know, after they reveal themselves, I feel like Tim Oliphant from Die Hard, when he was the villain in Live Free or Die Hard, he should, you know, he should just step on scene and ask Roman, like, are you going to be alright? If anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, which they probably don't, um. there's a scene in, in Die Hard 4 where John McClane's daughter punches this the goon that's you know bringing her in the room. He, she punches him in the face, and then he slaps her because he's kind of stunned. It caught him off guard. And Tim Oliphant looks up at the goon, and he's like, "Are you gonna be all right?" See, Detective Kincaid, he should have just laid low until it was over. it does bother me that Kincaid, I know he gave his gun to Dewey, but he came in with that little-ass noisy cricket. I mean, but a gun is a gun, I guess. Even when it hits a bulletproof vest. And that's how you could tell the killers are full of shit, man, because, like, why wouldn't he just shoot Sidney in the face? Yeah, she is gone because she didn't shoot her in the face. He should know how resourceful she is as his sister. Sydney's no slouch. That was, a, that was a pretty realistic reaction to him getting stabbed in the back like that. What is up with the backstabbing in this shit? It's like the ongoing theme in Scream 3. You know it'd be crazy if he still had that vest on. Well he does have the vest on, but I think she stabbed through it. But you know, if she tried to stab him and the knife bent or it broke or something. It was Roman. He's like, no, I just wear this costume in my spare time. It's really strange that, I mean, I guess you had to have that moment because you found out they were brother and sister, but it's really strange that, she, you know, they held hands before he quote unquote died. <sighs> shut up Sydney. because you weren't aiming for the head throughout this movie No problem. Oh. now see when I first saw this I always wanted you know when detective Kincaid got up and you see that he survived with the three OG members um always I still wanted Dion Richmond's character to just walk in the room like hey I'm okay I was only bleeding out the ears Sydney's house, man. Just the house, the land is 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 beautiful. Like I like I always say, man. I'm I'm all for solitude, isolation, man, from all the bullshit. Will you sign
1: up for me? Kim? You hate that book. I'm, sorry, I'm I'm done with that kind of reporting. For me, will you sign up for me?
0: Smooth move. Put the ring inside the book. Is that? A, I mean, I get the gesture. Of course, I'm all for it. But is that? Isn't that a waste of a novel? Or is it like just a makeshift book? You know, it's no words on it. It's just exclusively for that gag of putting a ring inside of it
1: you think you
0: do it's such a shame that uh courtney cox and david arquette aren't married anymore because i i like the the whole odd couple thing and the fact that they met on the set a scream one and sparks kind of flew You know, when Scream 2 came around, they were already dating. I think when Scream, when this movie came out, they were already married. Sydney doesn't even close her gate anymore she's like oh no killers can find me here but that's one of the I guess that's one of the the good things about the Scream series is that you can make as many of these movies as you want because anybody could have a motive for anything and anybody could be the killer
1: Sid we've been waiting for you we're going to start a movie what kind of movie? you have to come and see
0: it's a human centipede four. You heard it, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Just leaving the door wide open. I was about to say we are not in Haddonfield, Illinois, but we we see what happens in Haddonfield, Illinois when people leave their doors and shit unlocked. But, we did it, MFAs. We did it. Um, as far as a screen movie goes, and what this movie gave me, uh, expectation-wise, this is a 9 for me. The only reason it's not a 10 is because the I kind of called it when Roman's body, when he found him, when I first saw this movie, I knew he was a killer. I'm like, he's not dead. Um, and I wanted... Dion richmond's character tyson to live throughout the film that those are the only things that keep it from a 10 other than that this should deliver man like i said my favorite entry not entry but favorite sequel in the series it would be this and then scream 2 comes after then scream 4 but the original is always it will always reign supreme man but i really can't wait to see what they do with the next movie because you know whether people had their favorite sequels or not in this franchise there is a lot of fun to be had it's a lot of scares a lot of fun a lot of laughs it uh, it, it works man everything that they throw at the wall sticks with these with these uh, screen movies for the most part and rest in peace shout out to Wes Craven man I really wish he was around to you know to see that people still love this property um even see the things that the things that went wrong with the TV series and stuff like that I, I really wish Wes Craven was around for that um. yeah so to say the least people y'all already know where to go and I feel like I don't even know anymore because it's been so long since I recorded anything but y- y'all already know where to go and if y'all don't follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast Podcast, Breaker and Radio Public shout out to Anchor man I, I really need more platforms I gotta see how to get this on to more platforms but I'm cool with cool with what's Happening right now, man. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tutor. Follow the Facebook movie group, the Cinemaniacs. Big 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 shout out to the tutor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters, man. Uh I hit the 1K and you know, apparently, like I said, with with when you hit 1k spins on anchor, they don't let you see like the individual spins. They don't let you see like a thousand and one, a thousand and ten. But I do see people are still tuning in, man. So I'm still, of course, shooting for that two K. And um you guys are awesome man you guys are fucking amazing and you know the, one of the best support systems creatively of, of something creatively that I've been doing um ever so hopefully you guys don't let up tuning in man because it's, it's really a pleasure getting these you know these these commentaries these episodes just this content in general out to y'all so um definitely appreciate the love and support man I'll show the love and support right back to y'all people so with that being said Yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in a Can. I'll check y'all on the next one.